0: Today, Kata Nation goes All Elite as I, Alex Katano, your host, will be discussing and reviewing AEW's All Out Pay-Per-View from last Sunday. Join me for this once-in-a-lifetime podcast and be elite. And hello beautiful people of Kata this is not your ordinary podcast, I'm going back to the old roots because I didn't really have much to talk about uh, concerning all of the cancellations, all of the struggles that I've had with starting this podcast, but I will not let any of you down, I will continue to do what I love doing for all of you. Now you're probably wondering why did I end up choosing to review a wrestling show, more in particular, one that's not the WWE. Growing up, I've been a huge wrestling fan from the days of Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Triple H, Rey Mysterio, John Cena, Randy Orton, those guys. However, wrestling TV recently has not been the greatest and wrestling fans needed an alternative to watch. And sure enough, 2019, AEW was born. Ladies and gentlemen, AEW cares about their fans. Because we are not here just to get ourselves a paycheck. We're here every week with you people, without you people, and we come out here and we bust our asses. Now you're probably saying to yourself, Alex, you like professional wrestling? Why? That stuff is fake. Yeah, I agree. But so are movies, TV shows, and heck, some of the people that we date are considered fake. I love professional wrestling for the moments and the spectacle. I'm not one of those people that like technical wrestling, who could do more flips, who could do more holds. I like it when you could tell a story with two wrestlers fighting to be superior. And dang it, this show truly delivered. All Out 2021 was amazing. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> we start the night with Miro defending his TNT championship and retaining by beating Eddie Kingston. Two typical big men that are just fighting to see who is the superior person. And it was fun and to the point. I like that Miro cheated to win. That way we keep him as a hated heel and Eddie Kingston as a beloved babyface. Defeated Satoshi Kojima. This was a fine, solid secondary match. It was really just meant to set up what's to come for the future of Jon Moxley. Right now, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling are teaming up to doing some collabs and even giving us dream matches with the New Japan wrestlers and the AEW wrestlers. And right now, Jon Moxley sets his eyes on one of New Japan Pro Wrestling's stiffest wrestlers out there, Minoru Suzuki, two big brawlers from... Different wrestling companies going at it. Who is going to win? When is the match going to happen? I don't know, but I'm excited. AEW Women's Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, defends her AEW Women's Championship against AEW fan favorite, Chris Statlander. A very good back and forth match. You at one point believed that Chris Statlander would become the Women's Champion, but of course, Dr. Britt Baker overcame the odds. And rightfully so, Dr. Britt Baker seems to be carrying the women's division right. Last year, she never held this title, and people said, give this woman the belt. She is carrying the division. She's making everybody a credible contender. She is just amazing. Sometimes you need what we call in the wrestling world a locker room leader, and Dr. Britt Baker is that for the current AEW women's division. As far as who could possibly dethrone Dr. Britt Baker down the road, I have no idea who will it be, but I do have some speculations of who that might be. I'll talk about that when we get to that specific match. And that's something that I like when you do not know who will dethrone a certain champion. And that's how I felt when the Lucha Brothers defeated the Young Bucks to become your new AEW Tag Team Champions. Lucha Bros. Mexican. Saddle- That's right, executive producers of AEW Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, lost their AEW Tag Team Championships to Rey Phoenix and Penta El Cero Miedo. The reason why this was unpredictable is because the Lucha Bros seemed to be kind of irrelevant at one point. I grew up watching the Lucha Brothers on their own back in the Lucha Underground days when they were Pentagon Jr. and just Phoenix. They are a phenomenal tag team, but the fact that they never became AEW Tag Team Champions up to this point made me believe that this team was done. They were going to split up and do their own thing. Sure enough, they surprised us and had one incredible steel cage match with the Young Bucks. There was dives off the top of the steel cage that they were in. There was points that there was pile drivers from the very top of the cage. It was so brutal to watch, but I loved it. It was blood and guts. Anyone got that reference? And if you grew up watching wrestling, loving classic tag team wrestling, such as the Hart Foundation, Demolition, the Dudley Boys, Hardys, Edge and Christian, then you're going to love AEW's tag team division. They got great tag teams such as FTR, Jurassic Express, Private Party, The Butcher and The Blade, Proud and Powerful, many phenomenal tag teams. You truly do not want to miss it. it! About we're not there yet, We're not there yet. I know some of the people who magically found this podcast are waiting for me to talk about that moment, but we're not quite there yet. Next, we have a casino battle royal where the winner will get a future shot at an Aew women's championship, and their winner, Ruby Soho formerly known as Ruby Riot in the WWE, who made her debut in this match. One of the fan favorites in this match was Thunder Rosa, who has been at ease with Dr. Britt Baker. She's even beaten Dr. Britt Baker in the main event of AEW's television show, Dynamite. But to have someone come make their debut, showing that they're gonna make an impact on the show, they needed this big pay-per-view win. As far as Thunder Rosa goes, She is doing good. Maybe she'll even be the one to the throne, Dr. Britt Baker. However, we just want to wait to get that match. This is long-term booking at its finest. Giving us something that we want with something that we'll eventually get down the road and have a wonderful payoff. After this, Chris Jericho, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers of all time, who has inspired... Me to create my own podcast, one of the earlier podcasts I listened to uh, growing up, Talk is Jericho, puts his career on the line against one Maxwell Jacob Friedman. But lo and behold, MJF has had the upper hand on Chris Jericho, beating him multiple times that Chris Jericho finally gets the upper hand and will remain as an AEW wrestler. Rightfully so. Chris Jericho may be 50, but he's still got a whole lot left in the tank. He's even one of the most over guys on AEW, given how long he's been in the business. I mean, just take a listen at his entrance at All Out. <laughs> Chris Jericho came out with one of his guitarists from his band Fozzy performing his theme song without the lyrics and the fans sang the whole thing down the road. He clearly knows how to get over and that is something that still professional wrestlers in the business still need to learn. It's not just about being the best wrestler, it's about carrying an audience, entertaining them and making them care for who you are. Speaking of wrestlers that make you care about who they are as characters, one of my favorite wrestlers in AEW is Darby Allen, who has been trained and gotten a lot of knowledge from WCW legend, Sting. But who did Darby Allen end up facing? Well, that beautiful people of Captain Nation would be coming back after seven years, the best in the world, CM Punk. CM Punk went through injuries, big disagreements with WWE creative at the time that he just walked out of the WWE and quit professional wrestling for good. He went on to have a pretty lame UFC career. It was pretty well known. He had two losses, but made a bunch of money, so it wasn't a complete loss. And from time to time, he starred in very indie movies, as well as be one of the Actors in the new TV show starring Steven Amell, Heels. But can CM Punk still go in a professional wrestling ring? Did he lose his grip? He hasn't been wrestling for seven years, so he's definitely slowed down a bit. It showed in this match, but it wasn't a disappointment. It's a good thing he was fighting Darby Allen. He's a smaller dude that can carry someone that might need help. In the ring. Not that CM Punk necessarily needed help, it's just that when you've retired for seven years, it's kind of hard to go right back at it and still have all of those classics that you still had at one point. CM Punk looks like he is still gonna go strong, and I cannot wait to see what's to come. CM Punk is a big star, so it's best that we show him some respect. Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show, returns to the ring only to squash QT Marshall. It was fine because after having a great match with CM Punk and Darby Allin, you kind of needed that. Let the crowd rest and get ready for the main event. And the main event, Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. If you're thinking Christian from Edge and Christian, yep, it is that Christian. And he faces... AEW's top superstar and merch seller Kenny Omega and boy this was my personal match of the night this is how you hype up a main event you have two different styles of professional wrestling the old school versus the new school and showing us different ways of telling the story they even use the table as a weapon to tire the other opponent and after 20 minutes Kenny Omega hits the one wing angel from the top rope onto Christian Cage and he retains the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. You think the show is over? Nope, guess again. Kenny Omega's elite faction comes to attack Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Kenny Omega talks about how no one could beat him and then this happens. You know- is All Elite. Adam Cole has been one of WWE's top superstars. Never really made it to the main roster. He was mainly known for its developmental, AKA NXT, but he did a phenomenal job. He was even considered to be the next Shawn Michaels or the next top person that could have classics with anybody he gets to in the ring while still telling incredible stories in that ring with that wrestler. We all thought that he was going after Kenny Omega, but lo and behold, he ends up joining Kenny Omega and the Elite, and as you think that everything is going south, well, you're in luck, because if you thought that pop for Adam Cole was huge, wait till you hear this one. Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan is all elite. Now, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan is a big name considering that he himself has headlined two WrestleManias, which is like the big showcase of the Immortals in WWE, against Randy Orton, Batista, Roman Reigns, and Edge. Four legends right there, and he headlined with all of those guys. He's been a multi time world champion. He's one of the few people who beat John Cena clean in the ring. He is pretty well known. When people say yes, 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 that is where people got it from. And it shows us now that All Elite Wrestling could potentially be the greatest wrestling company in the world. When you get people invested, when you get people like me coming onto the show and giving you a platform to check out wrestling. Because I know wrestling's been dead for years. But this felt like a comeback. This gave me the feels of when I was young watching professional wrestling. And I loved every second of it. I could watch this over and over. Truly an amazing show. Well done, All Elite Wrestling. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to say that it was fun to do this. It made me feel... Like I am back to my old roots, just having fun, remembering why I love doing podcasting. Next week, you are all in for a treat because it's going to be the very first ever podcast crossover of mine. Because joining me, the host of the Mind Bus podcast, Gil. And if you don't believe me, take a listen at next week's podcast. The my name is Gil and I'm the host of the Mind Buzz podcast. Have you ever dealt in a situation where you had a guest come in and had some beliefs that you personally didn't agree with and you weren't sure whether or not you wanted to put this up on the air? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the time. No, not all the time. The Mind Buzz. That was just a sneak peak of what to expect for next week kata nation and the mind Bus talk about the process of making a podcast the highlights the low lights and just overall it's going to be a very fun experience we'll see you next week we are kata nation This has been a Catanation Studios production. To get involved or be a possible guest on the show, go to my Instagram, Catanation Studios, at We wearecatanation for more. And to continue to listen to awesome podcasts just like this one, go to Com.